Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. It's Kristen. And Nicole. And this is Damn It, I'm Dating. The podcast. Welcome back, friends. Uh, We are on to part two of Charlie this week, which is, I think, Nicole's absolute favorite story to tell. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. She has a starring role in it also. I do, indeed. (laughs) And I have to say, it's, uh, it's kind of like... A bumpy roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because um, the first time I dated Charlie, it was like for like what? Mm, six weeks, maybe max. Mm-hmm. It wasn't wasn't that long. No. And this second time around, we were at like three months. I think so. Yeah. It was like just shy of three months before it ended. Because it was like right before Christmas, <clears throat> right? And your birthday. Yeah. And like talking about spending holidays together and like introducing each other to our kids, mm-hmm. like serious conversations, mm-hmm. but it ended. Yeah. Oh, it ended. And uh, you guys. That's also a great story. Is the best story. Well, it's not the best story. It's a good story, but I Comical. don't know. It's funny to everyone else. I had to live it. <laughs> Accurate. But I appreciate that. It's funny for everyone. Mm. Yeah. So. The way Charlie came back into my life is my own fault because I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> um, when I see someone I know on a dating app, except for with with the explicit exception of my boss. <laughs> Accurate. And like coworkers that I'm currently working with. Or write, exes of your friends. Or exes of my friends, yes. I will never swipe right on one of my friends' exes at all. But I will screenshot it and send it to my friends just so that they're aware of what's up there. Absolutely. Um, in case they're not seeing it themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will right swipe on anyone I know just to make it weird. Because uh, I, I, I think it's funny. <laughs> No, that's fair. I mean, I was thinking it was more like, oh, well, to make it not weird, but okay. Oh, no, it's to make it so weird. Um, and like, I I, I don't think I tell enough people that I do that. And I probably <laughs> need to update my profile to say, like, if I know you, I'm swiping right. Um, because I have for sure swiped right on, like, several people from the dog park. <laughs> no, like, I have no intention of dating. Right. But you just but- don't. But I've swiped right on them and then they haven't swiped right on me. And I'm like, I wonder if they get the joke or if they think that I'm like into them. I don't know. Oh, they might I not get know. the Well, I mean, is it a joke or is it more just like, I don't want to ignore that I saw you, but. No, I mean, to me, it's a joke. Oh, I don't think. But like, I think I'd probably need to be more open about that in my profiles. Yeah. And say like, if I know you, I'm swiping Right. Right. No, that so makes that, sense. So that everyone is in on the joke and it's not just me. Right. I've only been doing this for two years. So like, I mean, we're glad I'm just realizing that now. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you've ever told me that before. So no. that tracks. Yeah. I do it just to make it weird. And like, if I, I like, I saw this guy that I knew from, I'm not even kidding, like middle school, <laughs> we were like best friends. We're like casually Facebook friends now. Like mm-hmm. we know each other exists, but right. I saw him pop up on Bumble the other day and I sent him like a super swipe so I could put a note with it. And I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Not that I want to go out with him. Actually, I would love to go out with him because I had the biggest crush on him when we were friends. Oh, like, you're going to be living your 12, 13 year old dreams. 
Yeah, except I'm pretty sure he has zero interest in me because there's been I mean, nothing after they, like that oh. initial conversation. Oh, oh, but he responded to you at least, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. With like way more detail than I had. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe. And then no. someone wants attention. No. Um, <laughs> me? Do I want attention? Not me. No. Oh, no. I was talking about him. But oh. that, that too. <laughs> that too. Um. <laughs> yes. It, uh, it was wild. Um, so yeah, I, I swipe right on everyone I know. And, uh, that includes guys that I've already gone out with, unless there's like some specific reason, like I do not want you in my life, in which case I will left swipe and block you. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Um, Which is what I do with like my boss and my current coworkers because, um, I don't need them seeing my shit and vice versa. Correct. That's weird. I I don't want to know. I don't want you to know. Let's just pretend it didn't exist. Mm -hmm. Um, so I saw Charlie on, we originally met on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Then I saw him on Bumble mm-hmm. and I swiped right. You know what? I swiped right on him and and Bumble because the women have to initiate first. Yeah. He didn't swipe right on me. He, oh. he texted me. Oh. This like, as we've established, Charlie was not a good texter. No, and like, he was sent an me email like. Yeah, this like 10 page email basically in text form, um, basically saying like, hey, Kristen, um, I saw that you swiped right on me on Bumble and I don't know if you've blocked my number or not. I mean, it's not like he tried to reach out to me in the six months that had gone by from the last time we talked to each other. So like um, you would know if I had blocked you because you didn't try to reach out. It's not yeah. like I was ignoring texts. I saw that you swiped right on me. I'd love to see you again. I, you know, I don't love how things ended and you really made a profound impact on my life. And yeah, there's I mean, so many things about you that just changed my life. And barf. And like the things that he says I did that impacted his life and quote unquote changed his life. So dramatic. Do you I mean, want to know what these? Do you want to know what these things are? Of course. Um, one of them is that when he had come to my house, I had a lavender diffuser in my bathroom. Okay. Because I like the smell of lavender, and because it's amazing, it's, like, it's and it's calming. Correct. And like I like to have that in my bathroom, like lavender and eucalyptus. I like. Awesome. And he was like, "This is about the first time he's here. Is like this is this smells amazing. What is this? I'm like, it's just." Like, it's just lavender. So now he has lavender, like, diffuser in his bathroom and lavender-scented soap and, like... Okay, that's obsessive and creepy. I'm like, that's not changing your life. And then the other part... I mean, it is if his bathroom smelled like ass. I mean, I think it just probably smelled like a guy's bathroom. I, I mean, don't... Maybe. I don't know. I, Although, I can't even believe I'm saying anything to the positive effect of charlie but i will say that some people have really sensitive sensitive olfactory Mm. and so like there are only certain scents that i can tolerate for long periods of time so maybe the discovery that he likes lavender was life-changing i feel like it's a little dramatic but you know yeah life-changing life-changing and um i i turned him on to spotify premium he he wouldn't 
he didn't pay for Spotify before he met me. And then I turned him on to like all these playlists and things that you can do with Spotify because he subscribed not, not to Apple music. Um, he subscribed to YouTube music. I didn't which, even know YouTube had music. Yeah, me either. Me either. Uh, and wow. he was like, well, I canceled that and got Spotify instead. And I'm like, first of all, you make a, he makes a lot of money. Um, <laughs> like, Probably on par with my ex-husband. Really? You think so? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. He does. He just is uh And uh more... yet he still can't have a designated area for his child. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he's a selfish prick, is what you're saying. I mean, I didn't say that. But... I did. <laughs> I'm not unsaying it. Ooh, love this guy. Anyway. So he was like, I don't know, very prudent with his money, Um, Mm -hmm. which was something I actually admired because I'm not great with my money and I'm learning. Mm -hmm. I did not have to be good with my money for a very long time. And Mm -hmm. now I'm having to learn that shit. And it's not super fun. No. At all. It's kind of soul crushing. Yeah. But also... The more that I do it, the more I'm like, feel more I adult. Can do this. Yeah, yeah, and I also feel more like a grown up. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thirty, I'm a thirty nine year old single mother with like a very big job, and I don't feel like a grown up most of the time. Do, like, who who does though? I feel who? like I'm twenty three with a grown up salary and responsibilities. I'm not gonna lie, I agree with that assessment. That is ac- accurately how I feel as well. Yeah, I mean, most days it's pretty rude that, like, on the inside, I'm probably 24 years old, but on the outside, my life is like that of someone referred to me as middle aged. Okay, fuck that. And I was like, you can fuck right off. Fuck them. They were like, technically, middle aged is 37 and up. And I'm like, <gasps> fuck you. Oh <laughs> fuck my you. God. Nine ways to Sunday. I can't believe you just said that. Middle age is like 47, not 37. Oh, my God. And then they rationalized it, which the way they rationalized it actually made sense. And I was just like, oh, no, it does make sense. I mean, I I think do not accept. (laughs) I mean, I think the average person, what, lives between 70 and 75. Yeah. So like 37 is like is. Yeah, absolutely. Middle of your life. It does not mean I accept that. No, I still I, don't think midlife is until like you're 45. I still think it's 50. I I don't disagree with that. I mean, but like, yeah, I mean, someone it's not. said that to my face. Well, that was rude, disrespectful, and they can go to hell with that shit. Yeah, and like he's older than me, but he's like people like us who are middle aged, and I was like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You sir are middle aged. I am a child. Like. Right? Literally. I am a teenager. You're middle-aged. Are you kidding me? I still enjoy getting all like the hot gossip and drama from my son's high school. My God. Okay. So So, he email texts you. He email texts me that I I changed his life. And if I didn't block him, he'd love to take me. He'd love to talk to me again and like get in touch and see how I'm doing. And Mm -hmm. like, Whatever. So I texted him back and I said, I never blocked you. Like, mm. You just never texted me again. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to see you again. Like, why not? 
Mm-hmm. I had grown as a person in the six months since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I'm not trying to defend red flags or bad mm-hmm. behavior in men. What I will say is that if you dated me in the first like six months that I left my ex-husband, mm-hmm. you definitely were not getting like the A version of Kristen. You're getting like the Q version of Kristen. Oh well, like, you were I think you were searching for something different then. So it's not like you were it's A versus Q. It's I don't think I like, was even necessarily searching for something. I was figuring out what I was searching. Well, that's what for. I mean. Like you're it was not like trial and error. Rather, it was than trial like, and error. It was like, yeah. oh, let me get in bed with all of these people to like yes. make me feel like I'm back alive again, and that somebody wants me. Yes. So, like, your goal was very different. Yes, my goal was to sleep with half the men in Boston, and mission accomplished. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you definitely are. I have a, no regrets. Uh, no, no regrets. Who like, would? why would I? Right. I mean, except for the bad ones. I mean, there's a couple that I yeah. would like. <laughs> Maybe let's not do that again, right? To forget. But I mean, I, I own my I own my actions. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. So Charlie and I started texting again and mm-hmm. he asked me if I wanted to go to dinner and he picked like he picked this restaurant and I was just like in the seaport, one- right? No. So he picked this restaurant that was in the financial district. Ew. Um, near because that's near where he lived. Yeah, because he's a selfish prick. And it was like a restaurant that I like, but I was just like It's a weird place I've, to go on a date. I've gone there for lunches for work. So right, I was that's like, what I mean. Like Can it's we not... pick somewhere else? This is mm-hmm. like kind of a little too casual. Mm-hmm. And I suggested something else. And he was like, he. I think I suggested like the Bostonian, mm-hmm. which I love the Bostonian public house. I've never One been there. Things. It's so good. They have like, they have like a um, a piano player, but he mm-hmm. plays. There's. It's also like a um, like an old school rotating piano that has like the the notes in the. Oh. It's very cool. But they have that like a lot. Cool. He also plays live too at night. Um, the bar is really cool, and there's, like, an upstairs and a downstairs. And the food is actually very good. Nice. Um, considering it's, like, a s- block away from Faneuil Hall, like, you mm-hmm. would not expect it to be good. Yeah. Um, but it is actually very good. I always like going there. Back to Charlie. So I was like, why don't we go here instead? I don't know if they have outdoor seating because it's going to be beautiful out. And mm-hmm. he was like, well – if we sit outside, I'm not going to eat because it's too hot. And I was like, okay, well, you figure it out. You figure mm. it out. So then he texts me back and he's like, I made a reservation at Legal's on the waterfront. And, you know, we can sit outside. It'll probably be really nice with the breeze and everything like that. And I was like, that sounds great. So we go to meet him. And I wore this outfit that, like, I love. Absolutely love. Like that summer, this was like my uniform. It was like mm-hmm. a bodysuit and this fucking skirt from Amazon that was like $14 that I got in like four colors. Mm-hmm. I just absolutely loved it. And I went to go get in my Uber and I bit it on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you I bit it, I mean, I literally fell into the street, like barely didn't get hit by a car because there was traffic coming. And my knee that I landed on was like just shredded for shit. 
There's like gravel. I'm bleeding. It was your bad knee too, wasn't it? No, it was my good knee. Thank okay. God. All right, thank goodness. Yeah, but it made it my it made it a bad knee. So you ate it. Yeah. So I bit it completely, and I get in the car and I like ask the Uber driver if he has any tissues or anything or bottled water, um, Purell. Like I'm asking for Purell. I'm asking for bottled water. Napkin, You're also tissues. sweating. And I'm sweating because my fun side effect from the panorama is that I now get social anxiety and I sweat almost every time I leave the house to go anywhere. Like, especially if it's to meet someone at a specific place at a specific time, like Mm -hmm. sweating through my clothes. So like if you ever see me out and I'm all sweaty, it's it's not because I'm out of shape, which I am. Um, It's not because I'm caught in the rain or like... Running. You're just caught in the Kristen. I'm just caught in my own head and <laughs> I have social anxiety and so I sweat it out. Um, so I'm in the back of this Uber trying to like clean up my wound and it's just like dirt and blood and gr- it was so gross. It was so disgusting. Of course, I took a picture of it. We should send po- it to my post friends. that on Instagram. I will. I will that Go will ahead. get posted on Instagram so you can see the, my fucking wound. Um <laughs> And we get there, and I'm like a minute or two late, I think. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. on time. I think I feel like I'm like right on time, maybe a minute or two early. And Charlie's there just kind of like pacing up and down the wharf. Like and, a psycho. Uh, he his face like lit up when he saw me, which was so sweet. That's nice. And when he came over to me, he hugged me and he was like, I wasn't a hundred percent sure if you were gonna show up or not. And I was just like Okay. Why the fuck wouldn't I? Like, I've never not shown up for a date that I've actually made. Like, that's not right. something I've ever done. Um, If you, like, fall out of nowhere and, like, don't confirm with me that we're going on that date, I'm not mm-hmm. showing up. Right. Absolutely. That's different. But, like, I've never been like, yeah, I'm on my way. And then just. Like, no showed. Never showed up. I know people do that. I think it's fucking weird. I do, too. But, like, ghosts exist in all different forms, I suppose. So I, I see him, and he gives me, like, a hug, and I'm, like, sweaty. So I'm, like, trying to keep a little space. And, like, even in the Uber, I'm, like, can you just blast the air conditioning? Like, oh, yeah. freeze me. Freeze me. And I say hi, and we go in to get a table. And as we go into the um, hostess stand, I was, like, I just have to run to the ladies' room for a second. Mm-hmm. I'll be right back. He had not noticed my giant flesh wound on my knee when I walked up. And I don't know how because this thing is like four or five inches. It's huge. So I go to the bathroom. I literally have my foot on the counter in legal seafood in the bathroom, like shoving my knee underneath the sink because I'm flexible like that, trying to like clean it off because it's Mm -hmm. just, oh, it's so gross. And I'm like dabbing it with like napkins and the paper, the napkins keep sticking to my leg. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. So I finally was like, all right, it's clean enough. Um, But like I told him, I was like, just go sit at the table and I'll come find you. Like, you do Mm -hmm. not have to wait for me. Um, And he went and sat and it was like the first table outside, which was fine. Um, And I got there and I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I just I bit it on the way to my Uber and I was bleeding and stuff. So like I needed to go clean it up. And like my hands also had hit the ground, so like right. my I I obsessively wash 
And you yes. had rocks in your hand. I had rocks in my hand. And I like obsessively wash my hands anyways. So like when I go to a restaurant or something, one of the first things I do is usually go wash my hands. Absolutely. Um, especially after being in a strange Uber. Especially after that. Like the the pandemic was my time to shine because I was like, oh, wash your hands. I've been doing that for decades. This is what I was built for. Thank you, anxiety and OCD. Like, I was Word. prepared. I was so prepared. You were. Um. So I was like, yeah, I had to go clean my shit up because this was just not okay. And he was like, oh, my God, I didn't even notice. Because, of course not. No man did. And then I was like, well, yeah. And I stuck my leg under the table. And he was just like, oh, my God, are you okay? Do you want me to go get you a Band-Aid? And I was just like, a Band-Aid? <laughs> like, what? I mean, I, was, I wasn't I was bleeding anymore. Like, but what, was, that, what the hell is a little tiny Band-Aid going to do to, like. I don't know. I think what he was, was going to do, buy you a box? Gonna, I guess. I have no idea. So I was just like, no, it's fine. I just, like, I had gotten a few extra paper towels or whatever to keep with me and just like keep it covered so that it would just like what a turd brain yeah so like dinner was actually really nice and we like went for a walk afterwards and ended up like this date was like up my alley incredibly romantic like dinner was mm-hmm. really good he apologized for like being weird um okay. and like not texting me back and um, we went for a walk after dinner and we ended up in Faneuil Hall, like Quincy Market, and it's dark out and the lights are all on. So it's like really pretty. Mm-hmm. And there's like a street performer out there, like a guy and his acoustic guitar playing music and people are just kind of like hanging out and there's some like benches. And so we sit down and we listen and like it, the only way it would have been better. Mm hmm. As if it hadn't been him. (laughs) That's mean, Nicole. It's true, Kristen. Okay, but in that moment, I was very happy with it being him. (laughs) Okay. And the only way I would have liked it better was if it got even cheesier and we weren't just, like, sitting there with his arm around me is if, like, he got up and, like, was Like, we were, like, slow dancing to the music. Like, that would have been, like, chef's kiss because... I'm super fucking cheesy. That is so gross, but I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. It's fine. It's so gross, but I just fucking love it. Like it is what it is. It's very Princess Diaries. Like oh yeah, I mean you own that shit. It's fine. It's uh, the the few times I've ever done those things, mm-hmm. I could probably count on one hand. Well, I would hope but you don't like walk around. I fucking love it. Oh yeah, I mean it's like. It, my my perfect match would mm-hmm. be someone who will dance with me anywhere, 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 anytime. Like, hmm. just like twirl me around and dance with me. I just, I love it. You just, you love an overly romantic man. I do. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Like, I, at least I think I do. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're real or not. I know that that would make me wildly uncomfortable and I'd probably block them. I think it would make me super uncomfortable at first, but only because it's like um new. <laughs> new, yeah. And also like feels creepy. Have you, have you ever seen the movie Step Brothers? Yes. And at the end where Will Ferrell and Adam Scott are like 
trying to hug it out, but they haven't hugged each other in like 35 <laughs> years. And they're just yeah. like, <laughs> trying to like paw at each other. Yeah. I think, and then they just kind of like give into it and let it happen. Yeah. I think that's what it would be like for me. Okay. Where I would be like really hard and awkward. And then if I just like let go and let it happen, it would happen. I enjoy it. But I have a hard time just letting go and letting things happen. Yeah. And that's not really your MO. No. And I apparently have like a very strong MO of keeping men in this space of like uncertainty where mm. they don't know where they stand with me, which I think is interesting because I, I feel like most people know where they stand with me. Mm. I think that, Ooh, that that's a really good one. I think that this ambiguity that they're dealing with has more to do with the fact that you're super independent and you're not like you like attention, but you're not like, needy to the point of like spend all your time with me i don't have any other priorities except for you like that's not who you are no that is not who i am. like you're not trying to get wrapped all up in someone's shit you know what i mean like you're like no i'm still a whole ass person sure you can Mm -hmm. take me out to dinner but like i'm also gonna go hang out with my friends (laughs) yes like if you want all my attention you need to like sweep me off to the caribbean for a weekend right and even then it's it'll just be for the weekend just for the weekend right like yeah no well i mean for many reasons i've also (laughs) been told something similar where people don't really know where they stand with me i mean most of the time because they don't really stand with me but um (laughs) especially the opposite sex um but no, it's uh, it's because like I don't really um, I don't really need them. Yeah, I you don't, know. I mean, I even used to tell my ex husband for years, years. Mm-hmm. I said this: I don't need to be with you. Mm-hmm. I, I want, want to, to be with exactly. you. Exactly. Which to me is more important. I would rather be with someone because I want to than I need to. Correct. Like, I guess some people want to be needed. Yeah, well, I definitely think men are taught. Well, I I won't speak for men, but it seems to me as if a lot of men are taught that women should need them because my husband is also very, very uh, upset when I mention that to him. I'm like, no, I I don't need you. And he's like, wow, okay. And I'm like, yeah, why would you want me to need you? Like, ooh. And like, like I'd say it publicly in front of other people. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's there was like, like a disease. One family friend that was like, "Wow, we trouble in paradise or something." I'm like, "Right? No. Why would there be trouble in paradise? I want that's to be a with compliment. Him? Yeah, that's like the nicest thing I could possibly say to you. Correct. But why I does think, that sound mean? But <laughs> I think that that mentality is not exactly. I mean, maybe we'll get feedback on this episode, and women and men will disagree with us. But it doesn't seem to me as if that mentality is like mainstream in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so maybe there's that level of ambiguity because you're not like all up in their shit. Yeah. I was, I don't remember where I saw, I don't know if I was like reading something or if I was watching like a TikTok, I was talking to someone, um, but we were, I I would think I was talking to someone and I was like, do, do like men know we don't need them? Like we don't actually need them. No, no, like I don't. We don't, think they do, we but... don't actually need them anymore because, like, we've got enough reserves and science. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, they're unnecessary now. Mm-hmm. And, like, do the men know? And we concluded that, like, the men absolutely do not know no, um, they don't. that we don't need them. And, uh, 
I don't know who's responsible for telling them mm. or like when it like takes effect that men are like no longer essential mm. um, to earth. I enjoy men because yeah. unfortunately I'm straight. Right. Um, it's my curse in life and it is what it is. Um, mm. It is what it is. I mean, we can't all be perfect. Um, yeah, We all have to have some flaws. Some flaws. Some flaws. Mine is that I'm straight and attracted to white guys with beards. Mm. You have the same affliction. <laughs> Minus the beards. Mm. <laughs> I don't like the beards. I have sensitive skin. I do hurt, too, but like a well-groomed beard. Oh, give me I mean, it looks nice, but like, oh, please don't come near me with that. No, because then I get like hives on my face and it's all red. And um, <laughs> so, yeah. So Charlie and I were getting all romantic-ish, mm-hmm. I should say, in Daniel Hall and uh, and to uh, the dismay of Nicole's gag reflex, mm-hmm. um, he definitely kissed me in like a very sweet way mm-hmm. under the lights and like very Princess Diaries fashion, like toe pop or whatever <clears throat> it is, foot pop, all that shit. Nicole hates all of this. <laughs> In case anybody is wondering, um, Charlie tried a little too hard. Yeah, he did, he, but I loved it. Right. It's just, I think looking back, it's, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. I just, I love, I was like, yes, bring it on. Well, um, if that was really who he was though, that's the problem, right? It's like, the reason that I have an issue with him trying too hard is because that wasn't who yeah. he was at all. And so it just feels like like lying. Yeah. Anyway, we'll 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 get to that point. So keep going. Yeah. So we went we after that, the guy like finished playing music and uh I wanna say it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday night. Like it wasn't even a weekend. Mm-hmm. And we went for a walk and I was like, I really need a drink of like water or something like it's hot i'm thirsty and the bars were not open like we went past like three or four of them they were not open i want to say it might have been like 10 or 10 30 oh but like a tuesday so like they close at 10 Mm -hmm. um because it's boston uh so facts he goes well do you want to walk to my place he's like i have water i have soda all that and he's like there's a couple convenience stores between here and there. Like we can stop in one of those. Like you don't have to come to my place. He goes, it'll also be easier for you to get an Uber when you want to go home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sure, let's like go to see these places. And if none of these places are open, then we can go to your place. Like mm-hmm. that's fine. And he had moved since I had seen him last to a different floor in the same building. Mm-hmm. But it was still a one bedroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except this one had a balcony, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, just outdoor space at all in the city is so lovely. I totally agree. Again, you pay more for a balcony. Oh, he did not actually pay more. Oh, he he okay. paid less because he had to move. Like his landlord, I think, owned multiple units and she was selling one. And so oh, okay. he was like, I'll only move if it like benefits me. Right. So it was either the same price or less. Um, and the space was like a little bit bigger mm-hmm. and he had an outdoor space, but mm-hmm. still 
only one bedroom. And uh, did he have a bed for his child? No, he had a sectional. Still. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So moving on. Yep. Uh, so none of these stores are open. Mm. We end up at his place, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And we go inside. He shows me around, you know, all two rooms. And <coughs> I have some water. We're talking and we're chilling and we start making it out. And then, like, I – now, this is, like, what I think in my head when I do these things. Mm-hmm. And then in execution, I realize, like, it's wrong. But I never fix the action. So, like, I like to wear bodysuits on um. dates because I'm, like, it's going to make it more difficult for me to, like, hook up with someone because they're, like, mm-hmm. tough to get out of or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. It's literally the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell me if that's ever changed my behavior on a first mm-hmm. date. No. No. No, Mm-mm. it is not. Mm-mm. I don't know any better. I never learn. Um, oh, no, you learn. You just don't change the behavior. Like, it doesn't make the wrinkle in my brain of like, hey, if you do this, this is not why. Like, this isn't true. Doesn't ever right. sink in. Well, I think it's because you don't really care that much. Also, I look so hot in bodysuits. Like, totally. No, it's it's a hundred percent you. So it's like you don't like really care. And honestly, you shouldn't. Your body, your choice. Yes, but my rationale is like. Well, it's a pain in the ass to have, so I'm not going to sleep with this person. Lies. Almost, I would say, like, four out of five times I'm sleeping with that person. Yeah, why not? It's happened. Um, So we are, like, making out and fooling around, and we end up fucking on his couch. Oh, my God. On his child's bed. (laughs) On his child's bed. Um, I did not plan on that. I had not planned on that. I... Was it like when he kissed me in Faneuil Hall, he like asked me if he could kiss me first. And that, then that I like. And then afterwards he was like, I wasn't even sure you were going to let me kiss you. He's like this whole date. Like I thought like you were going to basically be like you're being punked or something because <laughs> like he felt like shit for how he ended things as he should. Mm-hmm. And uh, we. Yeah. We boned, and I went home shortly after because I had to get home to my doggo. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> like, we were texting every day. But, like, we were not exclusively seeing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still seeing Dean at the time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> who, like, I had been seeing Dean for, I uh, like, a month or so. Maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more. And... Like, I was only seeing Dean and Charlie at that point. And, like, a couple, like, the I say like the week later, mm-hmm. Charlie asked me to go to a Red Sox game with him. Um, I didn't know he bought the tickets, like, after. Like, he bought the tickets because he wanted to take me. Mm-hmm. I thought he had the tickets and then, like, was asking me to go with him. Like, he's uh-huh. had them for a while. These tickets were on the first baseline. On the dugout. Mm-hmm. Like, not not like a few rows back from the dugout. Mm-hmm. Like, like my knees were against the back of the dugout. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> like, I high-fived players. 
mm-hmm. from those seats. So like it was maybe like a week or two after the Red Sox game. <clears throat> it was Charlie's birthday. And I had planned this thing for his birthday um, of going to it's like in the middle of September. So I had planned to do the Franklin Park like zoo lights or whatever that they have. Mm-hmm. And something about Charlie, he does not have a car. He can mm-hmm. drive, but he does not own a car. Mm-hmm. So I was going to drive, and we are going to go to Zoo Lights, and then I had picked, like, a restaurant that was, like, near where we were going. I wanted – I forget what it was, but it was, like, it was, like, near Franklin Park Zoo, not in the city, not in Cambridge. And mm-hmm. he was, like – that's – he's, like, we don't have to do all that. Like, I fucking bought the tickets – for this zoo lights thing Mm -hmm. and then he was like well i actually really want to go to number nine park would you want to go and he was like you are absolutely not paying for this he's like my birthday present is that like you get i get to have you as my guest to dinner and i Mm -hmm. was just like i mean sure i fine that's Mm -hmm. that's fine i can do that Mm -hmm. so i agreed and I ate the tickets, which, like, they weren't expensive, but, like, it's just the point of it. Like, I mm-hmm. planned something, and then it wasn't, like, what he had wanted. Mm-hmm. And I'm fully supportive of, like, your birthday. You should get to do what you want to do on your birthday. But, like, don't tell someone that, like, they can plan something for your exactly. birthday. It's and then undo selfish. it. It's it just was, selfish. Yes, yes. <clears throat> so he asked me to go to number nine park and I'm like, okay, that's fine. Uh, I wore my trusty black wrap dress, which like that this wrap mm-hmm. dress, I bought it probably five years ago at the Gap and it is my favorite staple in my wardrobe. It goes with everything, everywhere. It is casual. It is dressy. It is mm-hmm. sexy. It is like... It is business appropriate. Like, it is everything. Absolutely. And I wore that. And I actually went and got my hair done. I've got a blowout because I was just like, it's too hot. I'm not dealing with this shit. Mm-hmm. I want to look, like, really nice. So I get a blowout. I go home, change, go to his place. I take an Uber. And, like, his love language, or at least one of them, Mm-hmm. was like physical touch much like mine so like always touching me which i fucking love like pet mm-hmm. me i'm a cat like totally i i'm like mr bigglesworth and and dr mm-hmm. evil like just mm-hmm. constantly pet me and i'm the opposite like, don't touch me anyway go ahead <laughs> you're like a feral cat literally like don't fucking touch me <laughs> i'm a persian just absolutely me me you're like admire me, me pet me brush me touch me hug me like i'm like i'm under the couch chilling (laughs) like you don't even know i'm there (laughs) anyway you're like this isn't even my house but i live here now (laughs) right exactly in this one spot Um, only coming out where they're like this isn't my cat but i guess i have a cat now that's you yeah 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 that's you Anyway, um, a little Miss Fancy Feast. Um, so he's like, "You look really nice," and we start making out, and then we end up boning again in his living room. Mm-hmm. And before dinner, before dinner, and like 
I don't take my dress off, which right. is like also super hot. But this asshole not only takes off his pants, but also his dress shirt so that he yep. doesn't wrinkle it or get sweat on it. My hair and my makeup afterwards mm-hmm. were a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. I was in the bathroom trying to like MacGyver something because I did not plan for any of that. Right. And I'm like, I look like a hooker. I'm like cleaning up my eyeliner with like Q-tips. I'm trying to like just do anything possible. Like I'm, I found like baby powder in his cabinet, and I'm like, all right, well, we're mattifying situation. Like trying to figure out what I can do. Um, I brought lip gloss with me, so I'm like, okay, we'll use that as some like blush, I guess, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna make it work. And then my blowout turned into. A classic Kristen top knot. Yep. Like. Yep. It was an updo. It was an updo. She did up. So we. once I did something. (laughs) Itch. I mean. So after that, we went over to Avon's to get like drinks before dinner because dinner wasn't until like nine o'clock. Like it was late. Mm -hmm. And we walk over to Avon's and. We got, luckily, like, a seat at the bar, which is almost impossible. And we're getting, we got, like, I don't know, espresso martinis or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. And I, like, demanded to pay for at least the birthday drinks. Like, Mm -hmm. at least just let me pay for this. This Mm It's your birthday. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel kind of weird that, like, you're taking me to a very expensive dinner on your birthday. Correct. Like, that, it felt unusual. Mm -hmm. So I was like, at least let me pay for this. And he was like okay but that's it like you're not paying for another thing and i was just like totally fine but like at least let me buy you a drink cough cough control freak (laughs) i mean here's the side note like i will i rarely am like no 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 let me pay for things oh yeah that's why this is an orange flag yes like i don't want to pay for things correct but it's your birthday so right the literal least i can do is buy you a drink. Exactly. And like, I fucking love birthdays. You do, you are birthday queen. I love birthdays. I love my birthday. I love everybody's birthday. So just buying you a drink for your birthday because like we mm-hmm. had been seeing each other not that long. I wasn't, I didn't have like free time to go shopping and like get him anything or. Plus like, you're a quirky gift giver. Yes. Like and... I like to give. Like it's not different gifts. Yeah. Yes. He's more of like very old school New England proper type of gifts. But bad taste. Yes. He also does not have good taste. Um <coughs> so he lets me buy him a drink. We hang out and like it's very romantic. Like mm-hmm. we've got like hard eye emojis. We're Adorable. like it's very cuddly and sweet mm-hmm. and romantic. And we walk over to dinner and the table isn't ready yet. So they set us at the bar again and we just have like another martini. Mm-hmm. And there's just like a lot of like gazing longingly into each other's eyes and like, you know, gross things that come along with like starting to fall in love with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like those things. We go and we sit down and they sit us at like a four, like a, a four sided table. Oh my <laughs> God. You know, a table. <laughs> 
A four-sided one. You know those tables, right? With like all four sides. So not a round table. Not not a round table. It's a square table. Or and it could be rectangle table. I, I mean, it was square with four okay. sides. How many corners? <laughs> four. Okay. And they sit us down next to each other, like, like, mm. like this, instead of like across from each other, which I'm like, fuck yes, love this, because I'm also that bitch that will like. You want to if- sit in the booth with somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. Yep. You yeah, sit in yeah. the booth next to me, my ass is leaving. Yeah. Like, if there's a table where it's like booth on one side and like a seat on the other, if there's two spaces for a seat on the booth side we're both sitting in the booth like we're sitting next to each other so like i'm like swooned because we're sitting next to each other and then our view is of the park and like the state house so it's like gorgeous oh that is a that is a really good view yeah (laughs) it was beautiful and he like takes my hand and like wraps it in his and he just like kisses my hand and like pulls me like closer to him and it's just like this very Intimate. Intimate, intense moment. Like, the waitress, I saw her out of the corner of my eye start to come over and then turn around and walk away because, like, something was happening. Mm -hmm. And I was like, where is this going? Mm -hmm. And, like, he started saying, like, how special I am and how much he likes, he's, like, how happy he is having me back in his life and Mm -hmm. all these things. And, like, he's not seeing other people, which... This is news to me because when we had talked before, he was still seeing someone else, Mm -hmm. which is why I was also still seeing Dean. And, like, he saying, like, he wants to be exclusive. And I was like, well, I'm also seeing someone else. um, And I can't say right now that, like, Mm -hmm. in this exact moment, I am 100% exclusive with you because I'm not going to just, like, text the guy and be like, Sorry, we're done. Bye. Right. So <laughs> it's been real. It's been real fun. Bye. It, he was like, the wind was like taken out of his sails a little bit when mm-hmm. I said that. And like, I get it. But also, I don't know. I don't have like, I think for him, it was, and this is me speaking for him in my experience, mm-hmm. not definitely knowing, but like going to this like very expensive restaurant. To him was like, well, why wouldn't I take you here if you weren't my girlfriend? Why would I take you here if I was seeing other people? Why would I take you here if you were seeing other people? Like, if we weren't exclusive, why would I take you here? Is is what I got from him. Interesting, because I got that I'm taking you here to show you that I can give you something that this person probably isn't. And you should be my girlfriend, whether you're ready or not. Oh, I saw it as like... <clears throat> I'm taking you here because you should be my girlfriend. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. But it for me, it was more like, a, hey, let me show you. Like, this is what I this is what I can do. You know? I mean, sure. But also, I mean, he didn't know anything about Dean. And Dean probably make Dean definitely makes more money than he does. And yeah. Like, but knowing who Charlie is, money plays such a factor in, like, yes. all of the future stories, too. So, yes. He uses, he kind of, I mean, he, not kind of, he weaponizes it. Oh, for sure. So like some other people we know. <clears throat> maybe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So. He, he for sure did. And I think 
we both are kind of saying similar things. Agreed. Differently. Right. Um, neither one of them are good. Right. And I felt like kind of like put on the spot, like, oh, my God, I have to stop seeing Dean, who I like really liked Dean. Mm-hmm. I had a really good time with him. I wasn't like all legs in my right. Charlie basket. But like that dinner was like one of the ro- most romantic dinners I've ever had in my life. And mm-hmm. like I've had arguably very romantic experiences with my ex-husband. Yeah, definitely. That, that like to me was just like, that's just what we do. Right. That's really romantic. Oh, that's just like, this is what we do. Right. I guess it's romantic. Sure. But like, uh, that's just what we do. (laughs) Which it's also only romantic if you have heart eyes for someone. So there's that. Yes. So like, oh, a sunset dinner on the beach in Aruba. That sounds really romantic and beautiful. And like it is. But you have to like the person you're with. Yes. And like the person you're with has to be like, Having the intent of it being romantic, not just right. like, oh, this, oh, this is something is what we're we supposed do. to do. Right. And that's the difference. So I ended up after dinner, I went home. No, I think I stayed over that night. I think I stayed over that night and I went home early in the morning um, because I drank a lot. Do you remember the fit that he had because you didn't want to walk all the way back to his apartment after dinner because you were wearing those heels? Yeah. I was pretty mad about that. Yeah. Yeah. He was so I, pissy towards you, too. As we were walking through, like, I mean, to be fair, it's like two blocks. Right. But, like, it's downhill on cobblestones in construction. Right. Like, at one part, we were walking in the street, and I was just like, this is really annoying to me. And I was like, I should just take an Uber home. And he was like, just walk home with me. And right. like, he got mad about it and, like, kind of snippy. And I mm-hmm. was like, I was drunk, so I'm like, all right, well, it's just I'm not right. I'm I'm not I'm not one to pick a fight in general, and I'm Correct. not one to like I'm not a fighter. I I am a fighter, but like not when you don't have to be. Exactly. I'm like this there are people dying. This is not that important. Right. But like I what I will say though is that I remember you trying to explain to him your knee and he basically yeah. like brushed it off like you suck it up buttercup, like you're fine and you were like no but it actually hurts it actually hurts and he's like it's right there right to be fair like i could see it but that didn't mean it was comfortable for me well right Um, and it didn't mean that like ultimately it wouldn't have just been nicer for you to go home either do you know what i mean so anyway exactly so i stayed the night and when i woke up in the morning he wasn't in the bed shocker and i was like where the fuck did he go and he tells me that I snore. Yeah. And I was like, he's like, did you know that you snore? And I was like, how would how would I know that I snore? Mm-hmm. But I'm not surprised. I've got like my allergies have been acting up. So mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. And you've got like six fans going in your bedroom. So like it's very dry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not surprised. He's like, I couldn't sleep through that. And so I had to come out here and sleep on the couch instead. He's like, it's right. fine. I don't mind sleeping on the couch. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep with the, with the snoring. And I'm like, I am someone who can fall asleep anywhere. Right. And I can sleep through. <laughs> yes, you can. Pretty much anything. However, I have spent the night in, you know, in that, nine months since I had left my ex-husband with like several people including Uh you correct 
Not one person. Right. Had said anything about me snoring. Right. And like, I think even most recently it had been you that we had like had a slumber party or like Mm -hmm. whatever. And so I was like, "Uh, that doesn't sound right. And I remember even asking you and you're like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you make noises when you sleep, but you're not like. Yeah, but so do I. So does everybody. Human. Right. I'm not like like choking to death in my sleep like someone with sleep apnea right like my ex-husband who would like partially die in his sleep every night and i'd wake up and being like is it the day is it today is today the day are you dead are you alive i can't tell and then hear the like roaring snore of him coming back to life no right right no but that's like But that's basically what Charlie was saying was like. Right. That was the insinuation. Yes. You snore so loud. No one could sleep through that. Right. Because you made him uncomfortable. Yes. And I also talked in my sleep. And I was like, you do. What the fuck am I supposed to do with that? (laughs) There's nothing nothing I could do about that. Like, so here's the thing, like, especially with quote, such romantic time when it was supposed to be when he pushed you to go back to his place, even though you told him you wanted to go home. Yeah. What bothers me is like, okay, make a cute little joke about you talking in your sleep. Like that's cute. Yeah. But you're you're pulling up the snoring thing as like an insult. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like, I just like here's the thing. I now granted, I'm a huge proponent of honesty. Anybody yes. who knows me maybe knows I like honesty too much. But what I would not do unless you really piss me off is weaponize the truth. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, if you piss me off, I will fucking cut your throat with my words. Of Hands course. down. I have said horrible things mm-hmm. to people, kind of meant them, not my greatest quality, but like, I won't do, I will not use the the truth to, to hurt you. And that's what he does. And that's yeah. what he did. And he, it was like, it was just so weird. And I went home and I, so that was like a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Friday night, I had tickets. Or well, I had a date with Dean that I had already made. Like mm-hmm. we're going to a concert, and I was like, I have to tell him that like we need to stop seeing each other. And I was like torn up about it. I didn't want to do it, right? Because I really like Dean, and I didn't want to stop seeing him. And we had a really good time together. Yeah, and. And he was a really nice, dependable guy. Like, he wasn't taking from you. He wasn't. He just added to my life. Exactly. I think we're going to have to make this a three-parter. Oh, my God. I was, like, tormented about having to break up with Dean. Right. And I, like, circulated my text because in, like, two-ish months of dating Dean, I'd never talked to him on the phone. Only texts. Only ever texts. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. And so... I'm like, well, I'm going to send this on a text message because I'm not going to call him because that's fucking weird. Um, okay. There's a little side note. I know we're, we haven't covered Dean yet, but like, have you ever talked to him on the phone? Like two or three times, but it was all very short. Wow. And you've what, known like, him one for, was like what, two and a half years now? Two years. Two years? Okay. Almost two years. Yeah. Hmm. And one time we talked on the phone, the longest we ever talked on the phone was before we went to the sex club together and he was giving me like the pre-sex club pep talk and he was like i was saving this for tomorrow but like you already have the anxiety today so like we're just gonna put this to bed now and we were on the Mm. phone for like 10 minutes 
Okay. So, so that that's okay. That's good to know going back to the situation. Okay. Yeah. So like we never talked on the phone. We only ever texted mm-hmm. and like our texting in the beginning was like way more than what it is even now. Like, mm-hmm. so like I had circulated this text message to sort of like break up with him, I guess, mm-hmm. to everybody basically saying like, I still want to go to this concert with you tonight. And like, I'm happy to pay you for the ticket mm-hmm. or like, you know, whatever, but, like, can we just go as friends instead of whatever? Mm-hmm. And, like, Dean is just such a kind person that he was, like, that's totally fine. He's, like, you don't have to pay me for the ticket. Like, you can buy me a drink when we get there. Um, such a nice I just want to hang out with you. And also, P.S., like, I'm also a good side piece to have around like very mm-hmm. discreet i can also be an alibi if you need and mm-hmm. and i was like oh good good to know <laughs> so i was like that's not really my jam but like if i get into that space i know to hit you up mm-hmm. so that happens and then i text charlie and i was like hey i uh i told the other person that i was seeing that i i can't see them anymore and uh i'm all yours and he was like, I'm so thrilled to hear that. As I said before, like, I, on- I only have eyes for you and I'm not. And I'm just like, when I'm reading his text message, I'm like, because like, it's it's too much for the moment. It's too much. That night he was like going out with friends to a bar and they were going out in Fenway. Mm-hmm. And I was going to the concert with Dean at the House of Blues. I didn't tell Charlie I was going with Dean to the concert because like, it's relevant. We're not right. dating anymore. You're not dating. You're friends. But also, you're a grown-ass adult. You're allowed to have a life. Yes. And I. And also, I said I was going with friends because I actually did go with other friends. Like, I Correct. actually walked into the establishment by myself. I went by myself. And I met people there. Right. Is exactly what happened. We go to the concert. We have, like, a wild time. <laughs> he meets some of my friends. Um, we all get kind of out of hand. And after the show was over, I walked by myself to, like, the alley behind Fenway to get an Uber. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I was, like, the only person in the alley, which was weird. And, like, it's a main road. It's not, like, a side alley between, like, buildings or something. It's, like, between buildings and a street. Right. So I'm I'm waiting for my Uber, and I call Charlie because Mm -hmm. he had been hoping to run into me while I was out, but like the concert went way later than he was going to be out. And I was like, don't, don't stay out waiting for me because I don't necessarily want to go out more. I'm pretty tired. Yeah. So I called him and I was like, yeah, I'm just waiting for my Uber, but like, I'm the only one on this street. So like, I I just wanted to talk to somebody and Mm -hmm. you were still up. So I'd rather just talk to you than text and blah, blah, blah. And as I'm saying, like, he's, asking me how the show was dean comes up behind me Mm -hmm. and scares the shit out of me because Mm -hmm. he's got like a black hoodie on and and is six foot four yeah he's Um, enormous he's enormous what's scary so i was like jesus christ what the fuck and charlie's like what's going on and i was like oh my friend is here i he's gonna wait with me until i get in my uber so i don't have to stay on the phone anymore mm-hmm. i'll let you know when i get home and he was like oh okay bye then and like we hung up and mm-hmm. i waited with dean for like i don't know 
three minutes for my Uber to get there. And then like I hugged him goodbye and got my Uber. Texted Charlie, hey, I just got in my Uber. Um, I'll let you know when I got home. And he's like, okay. Just like, it's like the shortest text message I'd ever gotten from him. Yeah, because he doesn't know how to short text. Yeah. Actually, he doesn't know how to text. He doesn't know how to text. No. So then I get home and I was like, hey, I'm home. I'm exhausted. Like, I'll tell you about everything tomorrow. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to like wash my face and go go pass out. And like, he called me. Oh my God. And I was like, hi. And he was like, so who are you with? Mm -hmm. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, who are you with? I was like, I'm with my dog. I'm at home. Like, right. Right. I would love to FaceTime you, but you are a green texter. So like, I can't. What are you asking me? He's like, well, you were with someone. And I was like, yeah, I told you. I went with friends. My friends. I was with my friends at a concert. I didn't go by myself to a concert to stand by myself alone. And even if I did do that, I would have made friends. It wouldn't be like I would have left with new friends. And I was like, my my friend saw like found me in the alley because he was waiting for his his Uber, too. And he Mm -hmm. was like, oh, so now your friend is a guy friend has always been a guy and i was like I, i'm not having this conversation right now it's like two in the morning i'm fucking exhausted like let's talk tomorrow mm-hmm. so we go to bed and i see him the next day and he's like passive aggressive about it mm-hmm. and i'm like i went to the show by myself and saw friends there this friend was there this friend was there this friend was there i'm telling him everyone is there i'm including dean in it mm-hmm. yeah because he... you weren't lying or keeping anything from him the entire time exactly and i'm like these are all the people that were there what what do you need to know right and right. he was like well okay and then just like drops it or so i think right so we think and i think that's where we're gonna leave it for right now because that's a great cliffhanger uh there's that's maybe a month into dating him and Mm -hmm. there's a lot more that happens in the next two months a lot uh, more so much more and i think you guys are gonna just have to wait another week to hear the rest of that drama i i think that that is (laughs) a great plan because there is so much more i want to talk about (laughs) I, we didn't even tell Nicole's favorite story. Not even close. I mean, even the story before my favorite story is actually also good because it just leads up perfectly. But that is the little <laughs> teaser for next week. So thanks for listening, guys, gals, he, she's, and they's. Um, we would love it for you to subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Um, follow us on Instagram at damn it, I'm dating. Make sure if you know you want to get some extra info about anything, you can check out the Substack and you can maybe read ahead of where we're at right now um, and maybe get some dirty, dirty details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's more um, information in the link tree as well. Yes, the link tree as well, uh, which is linked in our bio on Instagram. And I believe it's linked in all of the podcasts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can email us at damn it, I'm dating the podcast at gmail.com. You can ask us questions, send us stories, um, ask for clarification, whatever you want. Um, but again, that's damn it, I'm dating the podcast at gmail.com. And thanks again. This has been Kristen and Nicole. 
And this has been Damn It, I'm Dating. The podcast. Bye. Bye.